Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Bar Down Breakdown, episode 180, and tonight we are joined by our homies and Come Clean. We got almost the whole entire band. They're repping out of the Winston-Salem area of North Carolina. Well, what's going on, boys? What's up? What's up? This is our practice night, so we, oh, we've, nice. usually, we've usually practiced, but uh, our, uh, as, a, as I told you guys, our basis isn't here, so we didn't have practice tonight. <laughs> All right, all right, cool. Well, glad that you guys could join us. Um, I guess we can just jump right into it because I'm just super curious too. Uh, you know, how long has this version of Come Clean been kicking it and kind of what's your origination story? Uh, eh, I had decided in like 2015-ish that like, 
I wanted to invest in trying to do music. Uh, I always did it as a kid, but more by myself, and I wanted to try to do it as a thing. Um, and so uh, uh, I jumped around, you know, a few groups here and there, uh, and then started 2016. I started to put something together for myself for the first time, and I hit up Dallas here. Um, originally played drums, and then uh, we had another drummer. He moved bass, um, and then you know, as most bands, we've had members in and out. Um, so we've been a band since 2016. Me and D are the most original members to that. Um, our uh, bassist Zach has been with us most of that time. Uh, Owen's more recent here. We uh, we had a another guitarist uh, that we always it had always been someone different. It was just kind of a position that was filled in the band. Um, and then uh, we had started uh, just kind of playing as a three piece after it didn't work out with the last guitarist that we had, and so uh, we did that for years um and pro probably two three years we did it like that and then uh we we wanted another guitarist but we want you know someone that's the right fit someone that you get along with someone that like i i wanted someone that i already knew that was already our buddy that we already all got along with yeah. and owen's been around uh in the music scene here for a while playing a few bands and stuff and we've toured with owen he our band and his band paperback went on our first tours together um and so uh just later on now we we asked owen if he wanted to start playing with us and he he has and it's been it's been going like that for a little over a year now probably and we've loved it junior here has uh he's ran merch with for us since about the start pretty much yeah. um since our first show yeah he's ran merch since our first show uh he had uh burnt copies of our ep in a lunchbox that he was going around passing out to everyone forcing them to take it <laughs> all right two questions what kind of lunchbox was it what kind of lunchbox was it ricky uh the flap opened up yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it was how the flap opens up you know From was it top, was it like a themed lunchbox was it like uh, ghostbusters no. oh come on no, it was no. just, it was it was more of like one of those igloo? like soft igloo kind of you know ones that you take in middle school i think it was <laughs> Uh, dad or something. <laughs> yeah, our did, bassist, did, uh, just yeah. for, to clear up some confusion here, our yeah. bassist, Zach, uh, is our band dad. So yeah. we all call him dad. People in our music scene call him dad. He's kind of known as dad. <laughs> so <laughs> when we say dad, we're talking about him. Yeah. So when you said... also have the same last name, though. Yeah. Which makes yeah. it even weirder. So when you guys said that you burn CDs, I didn't actually think that you needed to keep the temperature hot by leaving it in, like, a temperature-controlled igloo lunchbox <laughs> yeah yeah he that was his idea um that was all him and second question did you guys say that you guys i think that's had, three by the way no i think it was, one was a tangent question here's the, here's the important question did you guys say that you had a drummer and then he moved to bass and then you have another drummer dallas who's playing right now so, so our drummer yeah. dallas was originally our drummer when i put this thing together okay and so day one of practice I was playing bass uh, for that was the plan for 10 minutes that didn't work out and I was like <laughs> bring me a guitar uh, so then I started writing stuff like immediately from then I okay. guess we kind of got together without a plan okay. <laughs> uh, and then we started working from that so then the next day um, 
our other dude that was playing guitar at the time had a friend that he said was going to come play bass. Okay. Uh, he came and brought his drum stuff, <laughs> and we were like, what's up? <laughs> and uh, so uh, he... <sighs> He, he asked if, um, God, dude, I'm getting confused here. Anyway, no, you're good. You're uh, good. <laughs> Do you take over? So pretty much he brought his drum stuff and he was like, yeah, I only play drums. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, oh, well, homeboy told us you thought, whatever, I'll play bass. No big deal. So then that drummer after about, uh, how long was he in the band? Dude, he was in the band for probably a year, two years. He was, it was over so, a year, almost two years. Yeah. He did then, our tour with our first tour with us and stuff. So as soon as he, when he left, then I just filled back in the drums. Yeah. We, da Dallas had left on bass before that and we'd moved around yeah. some bassists. And so after our drummer left, it was like, well, Dallas wanted to play drums originally anyway. So let's go back to Dallas. <laughs> I swear there's going to be so many people listening to this podcast being like, that's where all the drummers are in friggin' Kernersville, North Carolina. Yeah, I play drums in a band out of Charlotte, too. <laughs> Holy crap. We can barely find any drummers in the state of Florida, and you guys have three. <laughs> yeah. Blows yeah. my mind. <laughs> yeah, poor Tony and out of time plays in like seven bands because he's, he's like easily, the only drummer in our life. Double digits in bands. Like, he. Spanish rock, he's got it. Pop punk, he's got it. Indie, he's got it. My man, he, he just played a post-hardcore band just for shits and gigs the other night. <laughs> Why not, you know? <laughs> and he's just such a little man, too. It's just awesome. He's a big personality. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> the little ones, too. <laughs> cool. So I guess let's talk about Kernsville or Winston-Salem. Like, where is your real home base like where's where's your home for you guys uh, it, i say it's kernersville i started this thing uh i've always lived in kernersville practically um uh where i grew up and uh where i still live uh it's where we currently are right now it's where he lives yeah so this is my we, house yeah, um me and my wife bought it uh 2019 um, we turned this into the studio basement uh, room, and yeah, she's we're both pretty much from here, lived here. Uh, in my opinion, it's the it's the center of what we call the triad, which is Greensboro, Winston, and High Point. Yeah. So all of those things are equally equidistant yeah. to each other. Yeah. Um, also, I love being in the center of North Carolina because it's just three hours to the beach yeah, as you, it is three hours get, to the you mountains. You get to everything from Kernersville. Exactly. Kernersville is evenly. It's like evenly dispersed from everything. Yeah. Everything's evenly dispersed. <clears throat> and I guess that definitely helps when it comes to like ripping a weekender because you can mm -hmm. yeah. hit Charlotte, you can hit Greensboro, and then you yep. can hit Wilmington or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Or yeah, like and you can, and you can Chapel Hill area. Bed every oh, night. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. Yeah. 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 So that, that's ideal for, mm -hmm. you know, especially in like, I guess the earlier stages of your band right like being able to rip those yeah. easy drives it's it's yeah you could still have your normal nine to five job and then do that on the weekend and have a blast doing it yep oh. yep got it so i i guess there there are a few definitely venues in charlotte but in the winston area you do have you know the blind tiger which i guess is technically greensboro right yeah, yes. it's in Greensboro. It's under new management now, and it's now called uh, Hangar 1819. 
Oh, okay. I did not yeah. even know that. Yeah, they had their first <laughs> show there. They had their first show there last night. He plays another band called Dull Morning that used to be Paperback, basically. And um, yeah. they played there last night for basically okay. their first show there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was dope. There's honestly, like, there's a decent, like, I, I, I don't know. It's like a, a weird thing, kind of like starting a new venue in an old place, but... I mean, like, people still came out. It didn't really hurt the draw at all, which is always cool. Because I was worried. There was, like, talks there. They were going to turn it into a nightclub. And I was like, man, because Greensboro's lost a lot of its venues. Like, yeah. Sweat's closed down, which Sweat was always. I mean, I've been going to shows at Sweat since I was 16. So that was kind of, you know, a little heartbreaking. Green Street quit throwing shows. Arizona Pete's will do stuff every now and then. But it's kind of, you know, a little iffy. Um, and there were some cool, like, house spots doing house shows for a little bit. We lost NYP, which, I mean... That New York pizza. Yeah, yeah New York that, pizza that was, was heartbreaking. That was that, that was like the center of the scene for somewhere else. Sure, too. Yeah, and, and it yes, was just like uh, oh yes, heartbreaking. But it, it's cool to see that they're like still doing stuff there and like kind of kept it alive. So, and then you have Cat's Cradle not too far either in the other direction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat's Cradle in Chapel Hill. Then a uh, local five hundred six in Chapel Hill. And the Cave is another spot's been throwing shows. Yeah, the Cave. It's been. It's been around for a little bit. We played there once before, like back when we were um, starting out, and then I didn't really hear much about shows from there. But like ever since like COVID, it's been they seem to have been doing shows pretty regularly. What's the That's huge. What's the venue in North Carolina? I, I it's probably it might be the cave, but it, does the cave physically look like a cave? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That I saw pictures from there, and it literally blew my mind i was like is this like a cavern that someone's playing in the reverb yeah, has to be it's, super cool. it's like all plaster <laughs> and it's in between two like it's like in a downtown area in yeah. between like so it's a little alleyway yeah, you're yeah, going you down go like an alleyway this big to, down little like stairs hogwarts or something yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like 452 and a half yeah. i think it's tough yeah. to load gear in there yeah <laughs> dope is that where Glimmers played when they that were is, in Chapel Hill? Yeah, Glimmers and Mog was played there because that's where I saw the promote, like the I saw promos from there, and I was like, "Is that like a like the Bat Cave or something?" Like I didn't know yeah. what was going on. I thought <laughs> I was going to see like Bruce Wayne or something coming out, yeah, or the North Carolina equivalent of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like Nito Cobain or something. I don't know. Yeah. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> awesome. So, um. I, I know that you guys just played Welcome to the Family, right? No, we didn't. You didn't play that? You played it, didn't you? Nope. You didn't either? Nope. No, we were supposed okay. to. Okay. Did you play, like, year one of it? No. Uh, we were, yeah. we were like, supposed to originally, and we did, like, a podcast with them. Um, and then something happened with that, uh, like, original date that they had. Yeah, something with the venue that they had originally. And then they had moved it um, somewhere else and... I don't know. We just we, we were we didn't unavailable play. Uh, like on that date specifically. We couldn't do it for some reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember yeah. why we we couldn't do it. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm, I apologize for some reason. I thought you guys played, or maybe you guys just played a show at Frontside recently. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. we we played with Frontside recently, a couple times okay. probably, but yeah, real recently we played with them. I spent a lot of time best. with those boys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot they're of time my, with them. They're yeah. my favorite. Yeah, they fucking around cool. here. Yeah, they're fun for sure. I um, cool guys. When next time, next time you see, uh, you see Walt, just go up to him and just go and just literally just go like this. They're a lot. 
Milwaukee. And, and no, no, just just super low tone. Just go Milwaukee. He'll know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Um, it's just like an inside joke that we had on this last tour, and uh, it was it was like hilarious. I'll just tell the story really quick, but. He he kept he does all he was ordering. He goes, "Hey, what you got there?" And we just saw oh, Miller Light. He go Miller Light, <laughs> and he would be like, "Let me get a Miller Light." <laughs> and and we were all like joking around with it. We were like doing videos of all of us doing Miller Light. And our drummer Tony, he he's this is super nice dude. He he goes up to Walt. He goes, "Hey, Walt, man, thanks for being such a good sport. Like you know, I know like people are kind of like making fun of your accent and stuff." He goes. Oh no, dude! That's the that's the whole bit. I'm just fucking around with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but Biden he does have his best friends. He has a great sense of humor. Yeah, oh, he has yeah, a very yeah. strong accent. He really does. He has a strong accent. Um, sure love, I fucking love those guys. Him, Jolly, and Josh are literally like the the best yeah. people. But um, but so so you guys started in 2016. You guys came out with with an EP. Won't wait. Um, kind of like, did, did you guys record that yourselves? Did you guys record it, uh, within a studio kind of like in North Carolina? Yeah, we'd recorded it with, um, Wes Lauterbach. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, I, he's still based out of Greensboro, I think, and has a studio there. But at the time when we had recorded with him, he was recording out of his apartment. So we recorded that EP in an apartment and the drums were recorded in a separate, uh, we went to some really nice house yeah. studio, uh, mm-hmm. and the drums got recorded there. But uh, the the rest of all that was recorded in an apartment. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I've done that before. Yeah, it worked out. It was, the, it was the first thing. It's all good. We um, I remember recording in a in like a side room where the everything was soundproofed inside, and, and you can get everything like good. But but then he would be like, "Hey, I got to turn the uh, the air conditioning off for us to record, or else it'll yeah. get picked up yeah. in the microphone and stuff." So we're sitting there drenched in sweat because yeah, it's like Miami in the summer. It's like 102 oh, degrees. <laughs> Just oh, like turn the no. air on for the love of God. Yeah. Um, but so like kind of like run me through like some of your influences. If someone's like never heard of you guys before, like um, what are some of like the, the big things that kind of like like influence come clean and in, in, like the overall sound that you guys have? Um, more of that early stuff uh, at the time uh, I had a lot of like crucial dudes that I was listening to. Um, and, uh, you know, I was trying to like go in like a, like a neck deep kind of direction, you know, 2016, mm-hmm. kind of that era. But, uh, I just, I feel like my stuff doesn't ever quite go that way. <laughs> um, but, uh, stuff like that, the things that were popular in 2016, real friends, knuckle puck, all that stuff yeah. is like what, what I was listening to at the time for that. And then, um, we we had released another EP with Standby Records in 2018. A lot of that stuff was influenced by um, like Trophy Eyes, yeah. uh, another Australian band called Columbus. Um, that that stuff was what I was listening to a lot during that time. Um, and then other things that have came out more recently uh, that we put out in the last year or two um, have been uh, God. I don't even know. They've probably they've just been more like I wasn't trying to quite write to something like in a direction of something anymore. I was just writing. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of I guess kind of my own direction. Because I was listening to I mean I've been listening to to so foolish um, and even art class like over like the last few days even like your older EPs and stuff but definitely like so foolish. Um, I'm getting like super strong like 
title fight vibes from like the last thing you forget like vocally mm-hmm. um that's kind of like where, where i was getting but i could definitely hear kind of like the crude's influence that you guys have mm-hmm. um I'm, i've been listening to crucial dudes for god knows how long yeah um but funny story about crude's um my so I, I used to live in this house uh with a bunch of musicians uh one of the musicians that lived there um was tanner from you blew it i actually moved into his room as he was leaving but uh the my other roommate he was a drummer of this band called donor uh down in orlando and i came home from work one day and i opened the door and they used to practice in the front room and it was uh my roommate the drummer tanner from you blew it and jay from crucial dudes was the vocalist and i walked in and i just saw him and i was just like one what the fuck are you doing in my house <laughs> two can you sign my copy of 61 pen <laughs> and three, can you do a guest vocal on my band's EP? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I can totally hear that influence overall. And then um, definitely I want to find out like who did the newfound glory compilation that you guys are on and why weren't we invited? The <laughs> <laughs> uh, newfound glory uh, compilation that we were on was uh our friend Blake, that's based out of uh, Raleigh with the band with Clarity, that he started playing drums in now as well. Um, so Blake, uh, he recorded our um, From Down the Street EP. Uh, and so we, we were already buddies from that. And so he had, he does, I think he works with, um, what's the record label's Pacific. name? Pacific Ridge Records. Yeah. I think he works mm-hmm. with them on a few different like compilations um that he's done and so uh i guess they he he had like offered to us to see if we wanted to do it and offered to them to see if they were interested in us doing it yeah uh, and so everyone was cool with it and sounded like fun so we recorded that with blake and raleigh uh nice. just like we did our last ep but he had moved somewhere different by now <laughs> yeah i was like looking through like that that set list overall and i was like even like Garrett Rapp was on like it's been a summer from the color morale and I was just like what like how come I've never heard of this <laughs> <laughs> so are, are you guys super excited to see blink back and are you looking at ticket prices are they coming to <laughs> yeah, Charlotte they're yeah they're, Charlotte. They're, they're coming to Charlotte um uh, I originally was in the uh the pre-sale like waiting list on like that thursday or whatever like in the so, line uh, like 15 minutes early yeah but you got in after i texted you <laughs> I, was, I was like five minutes before but anyway so we we were in the line and then i had some other friends from my other band uh in the in the virtual line shit as well uh and so we're all like communicating with like prices and shit and so like when i got in it was like i'm only interested in floor because like i'm trying to be up there and see it or i don't like I'm not trying to see it from back there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, the floor seats were three hundred dollars when I first saw it right off the bat. Um. When I saw Blink in 2011, I paid 150 dollars for floor tickets on the barrier, close enough for Tom to tell me that he liked my hair while he was playing Stay Together for the Kids. Um. So much cheaper back then for that experience uh so with the prices started like skyrocketing real quick Mm -hmm. um and around now i think i've only seen them around like a steady 700 each for a pit ticket um 
And so, uh, my birthday is in a couple weeks. My mom was feeling super generous and, uh, pretty much insisted that she buy me the tickets that she knew that I would want. Uh, so it was super cool. She spent a ton of money. It was like almost $1,200, I think for two, uh, floor tickets to see Blink, but I am going to see Blink. Nice. And uh, he was so jealous he bought one as well. Yeah. It was, it was like $600. Was, oh my gosh. And never, never doing that. But you don't know before. if you're going to get to see it again. Yeah. I've never seen him, so he's seen him like. No, I've back seen him in twice. I've never seen him. They're my favorite band, so. I've been it's... through two Blink breakups, and I can tell you that you'll probably see them again. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Anne Berlin, they keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say, like, I just read an article. I think Vice put it out how, like, Ticketmaster has recently switched over to, like, dynamic pricing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, similar to airlines. Yeah. So, it like, just, it just creates demand based on who's interested. Like, it, it drives the price up based on the demand. So, like, there were 2,000 people in the virtual line in front of me. So, the price is just going up the more yeah. people that are getting in that line. Yeah. that's unbelievable it, it just you know for i like Dan and lincoln to you're you're just like pricing out a, a large portion of your fan base yeah and yeah I, I guess they're trying to eliminate like ticket brokers is that like real issue yeah, behind I, it? I, I get i yeah. guess that the idea is to eliminate people that are buying the tickets for the flat value and then they're buying 15 20 the max amount that they're able to buy and then they're selling them for five times the price when it's sold out they're just trying to make sure nobody makes more money than them yeah yeah <laughs> they, they, saw, they saw someone else was making that money and realized they house. could be making that money instead yeah. Yeah. so they just cut those guys out maybe those guys unbelievable but it's cool because like the story so far and Turnstiles playing most of yeah. the tour dates, right? I think the story so far is only playing Europe. I think the story so far is doing the Europe portion. I think Rise Against is doing the Australian portion, and I think Turnstiles doing the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down for it. Man, that's going to be unreal. <laughs> they just announced a adjacent fest up in Atlantic City, and it's going to be Blink One Eighty Two. Turnstile, Paramore, Coed and Cambria, Jimmy World. You were just. I think that it's gonna. Oh, as soon as I saw that uh, that flyer get posted, I was like, "Shit, I think I'm going to Atlantic City." The movie life (laughs) and I am the Avalanche. Vinnie Carwan is doing two sets. Rosenstock, fucking love Jeff Rosenstock. Mannequin Pussy, Mannequin Pussy rips, and then that side Mm -hmm. stage where you've got like uh, uh, Soul Glow, Gel, Drug Church, off. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a sick show. Or That's gonna be a good guess, set. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think it's three days. It's two days. It's gonna be Memorial Day weekend, the twenty seventh, the twenty eighth, or something. Um, tickets for that should be going on sale soon. I think, or Friday, or I don't know. Something. Like it'll I come know, out before but... <laughs> before this episode airs. It'll they'll be on sale. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Cool. So, since we were talking about some of your you know latest re- releases. I'm just curious, do you guys have like a full length that you're working on or any other new music that's coming out soon? Yeah, so um, we had started in 2018, I guess, after we had put out the EP. um, 
Stand By wanted us to go to the studio and do a full length. And so we started working on that. I don't know what the fuck happened to Stand By Records, but, like, those dudes just went MIA all together. Like, I don't see shit from them on nothing. They're doing nothing. Um, so, anyways, uh, so we, we had a full length that we were doing. Um, it's all recorded. So Foolish and um, Art Class are both from that. Uh, and so we'll be putting it out here soon. We're still uh, kind of... Uh, dialing in the last little pieces on the on the mixes here uh to get them ready to send off to get mastered and then we'll get it set up to uh put out um hopefully we can we'll do that around the start of next year um probably after that we'll we'll start uh well probably during the t once we have all that ironed out when that will be and when those things happen um we'll we'll start recording new music that has been being worked on uh, and we're, we're going to do that here ourselves. And then we're going to outsource the mix, uh, to someone else. Um, maybe like Nick Brzez or something like that. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, there, there's, there's more stuff that we'll have after the effort we can get that stuff out at the start of the year. We'll probably do a, a couple singles and then I have a EP that I've been, uh, working on. It's got six songs on it now, I think. Sweet. Love that. Can't wait to, to hear it. And it's awesome to, uh, to know that you, you're already going to be recording new music after that as well. So yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Plenty, plenty of music there. We just got to get it out there. Yeah. That's always the fun part. Yeah. So I, I guess let's, uh, let's dive into a, a little hockey talk because, uh, I'm curious how you guys got into hockey, especially since traditionally people don't associate North Carolina with hockey. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming you guys are about the same age as Justin and I. So when you guys were pretty young and the Hurricanes first came to North Carolina from Hartford, Connecticut, they played in Greensboro for the first like couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they played in Greensboro. I grew up seeing them in Greensboro. Um, I uh, my dad did a uh, like one of those things where you shoot the puck at the little hole in the in the goal from center ice. Fucking scored it. So uh, I have a signed jersey from the like the whole like original team. Oh, nice. that's sick. Yeah, that's really sick. Yeah. So do, I guess share some of those memories because it's not like a massive arena where they played, right? It was a pretty small arena like it's, probably less than ten thousand. god i i don't i haven't even been inside the greensboro coliseum in so long i mean it's a big place um but i probably haven't been in there since i was a kid so i don't really know how perspective wise it would be because it, it probably seemed huge as a kid but i'm used to seeing the pnc arena now yeah um so i i don't really know how to compare that perspective wise <laughs> um but uh yeah, I mean, I just, I think probably the first NHL game I went to, I went to at the Greensboro Coliseum watching the Hurricanes. Uh, I think they played, I think they played the Senators. I think I wore a Ducks jersey. <laughs> 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 uh, I was, I was probably like five though. Um, but that's, that's when I started playing hockey was around the age of five. I played roller hockey at the YMCA near my house. Um, and then just kind of did that for 
growing up as a child, and then uh, when I was in high school, I moved to playing ice hockey. Um, I played for, you know, it's North Carolina, so there's not really a lot of, like, high school competition hockey. So, like, I played on what they call the house team. That's, like, the, you know, the you paid and you're playing, um, the rec league. Then they got the select team, and that's, like, you got chose to be on this team. So I played on that one, too. And then there was the high school team, and that was, like, I went to East Forsyth High School, and there was this other one called Reagan High School that was, like, a new school. So they put they put a hockey team together, and it was just, like, all the schools from the area under the Reagan banner. So I played high school hockey for Reagan High School, though I did not go to Reagan High School. <laughs> That's strange. That makes sense, yeah. just because, and, you know, like, every team or high school is not going to have time to get on the ice and or, or even just enough kids to fill a team so yeah i, I mean, get we, that we only played like a team from pineville which is near charlotte a team from raleigh and a team from fayetteville and i feel like those are really the only teams that we were ever playing yeah because uh cool. fort bragg actually has an ice rink on like on their yeah. military base yeah and they have the at the time it was the fayetteville fire ants i don't know what their minor league team is there now but um we played in at the time the Fire Ants uh, arena, and it was sick because like you go in and you like ride the escalator down to the locker rooms that are like under the like arena seats and stuff. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, it, you know it's kind of crazy to think how competitive hockey is in North Carolina, especially at like the junior level, because they they really are just like sick teams, and they compete with teams in you know the northeast canada and you're you're definitely going to see like the kind of austin matthews type of player coming out of the southeast region it's gonna happen and yep i I think it's just because of all the you know like those yeah there's only like four really super competitive leagues but they're picking the best of the best in the states and they're fielding some sick teams I mean, now in North Carolina, like, I think, like, youth hockey is so much more developed than it was when I was a kid. Uh, it, it was more just, like, kind of, I wanted to play hockey, and it was more, like, street hockey and, like, outdoor roller hockey stuff. And then, like, now kids have, like, a lot more, I think, access and options uh, for playing uh, hockey around here. The Hurricanes have had a ton to do with that. Um, the Greensboro Ice House, where I play uh, as an adult now, playing their their adult league, um, they they've gotten funding from the Hurricanes and stuff, and it really fixed up the rink and made it uh, way better and stuff. And I think that uh, I think the youth team there has uh, won some sort of championship or something that's like really really good. I don't I don't know what they did, but I, they won some they won something. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. So, oh, and I'm just curious, like, why are you a Preds fan if you're born and raised in Kernsville as well? Uh, I, I was uh born and raised in like Archdale, or well, I was te- so I was born in Nashville. Like that's where my that's where my parents met, and that's kind of where like my mom's family's from. And then uh, I I just got into hockey because of my cousin. Like I remember being real little, and like my first hand me down jersey was a Preds jersey. And it was, like, same thing. Like, my dad watched the Canes, but it wasn't. Like, my dad's just obsessed with football. So that was yeah. his thing. And, you know, like, you get the jersey, and it's like, oh, what's this? And then I think once my dad saw I was kind of taking an interest in it, he was like, all right. He was like, 
Well, I guess you're going to be a Preds fan because, you, you know, you got the jersey. Because he's like, my dad's kind of a Canes fan, but he just, he really likes the Preds too, so. All of our, all of our childhoods probably differed a little bit because you're how old? Oh, I'm, I'm 25. I'm 32. 29 29 and you're like 26 yeah and our bassist is like 35 36 36 now so we we span like a whole like decade of age (laughs) (laughs) yeah so owen was like a mighty ducks d3 fan and (laughs) yeah Yeah, and i'm more of like an original fan yeah you're like d1 over here (laughs) (laughs) all right I, i respect that i respect that for sure so um the cool thing about the hurricanes and how they kind of mix in music they do that like a hometown series yeah. where they invite bands in to play during intermission mm-hmm. I, I know Frontside's done it i know a few other yeah. bands have done it from north carolina have you guys like submitted to be like at least looked at for that process uh i don't know how much they do it anymore um i haven't been to a game in in a minute um but uh Back like before COVID and stuff, they they were doing it a lot. Um, but I think I had submitted us probably towards like the end of the season or something is like when I had picked up on that idea. Um, and so um, I mean it was the end of the season, so I never really heard anything back. And then probably COVID hit right after that, and then I haven't. I don't know if they still do it. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be like a huge bucket list for you guys? I mean that'd be a cool thing to do. Uh, the coolest. I'm thing, down. Yeah, I mean yeah. To, totally yeah. down to do that. That's that's dope. That's a ton of people. Uh, the most we probably played in front of was like five to like seven hundred, maybe. I don't know. We played uh, the underground at the Fillmore in Charlotte um, nice. for the first uh, Get Sad Y'all emo night that they had there. It was packed, and uh, Dan Campbell from the Wonder Years and JT from Hawthorne Heights were the two like DJ guests at like the end of it, and so uh, we we had played our set there and covered a Fall Out Boy song, and it was like super cool. It was an awesome night. <laughs> Which song did you cover? Uh, we we don't cover Sugar. We're going down. You know. <laughs> Thank God. I don't think you, you can't cover that song anymore. Uh, we we cover Grand Theft Autumn. Okay. Cool. Okay. I was now, hoping for like a Hey Mitch or sending postcards from a falling plane, but I'll take I'll take Grand Theft Autumn. Hell yeah! Did you guys uh, get the chance to play any of your own like original music at that event? Yeah, yeah. So that was the only cover that we played. All, oh, all sick. the rest we probably played uh, five of our own songs and then uh, one cover. Were you guys the only live band too? No, there were two other bands. Yeah, there were three um, total. Yeah, three total. Do you remember who the other ones were? Never I, yeah, Never I was the third band. I could not even begin to tell you the first. I can't okay. remember who the first was. Because I was still super shaky. So, uh, <laughs> I, had, I had just played another festival with my other band. Like, I drove straight from, I got off my drums and packed up my kit and drove straight from there to, like, the private entrance for the fucking, like, yeah. back door of the Fillmore Underground. And then, like, pr- they had all my gear already set up on stage, and I just pretty much, like, went straight to stage. Brigades. <laughs> brigades? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, Brigades. Nice. Yeah. 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 We're a South Carolina band. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was 2019. Yeah, yeah the drummer's sick. 
I've actually still not gone to an emo night other than our own emo night that we threw <laughs> down I, in I Orlando. I haven't gone to one other than ones I've played. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't like because I'm 35, almost 36. Like, yeah. it, it seems more of like a club atmosphere, at least from all the pictures that I saw. I'm like, oh, that, I, I'm just too old for that. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I yeah. just want to hey, like... Hey, you mean this one right here? Yeah, that that's the only emo night I've been to. Is my <laughs> own emo night. <laughs> and it was at a brewery and you could sit down the entire time. Nice. It was, that, nice. That's my kind of show these days. Yeah. I don't like to stand too long. <laughs> yeah. Going to the Blink show is going to be hell. Oh my god. I man. hope I get there early enough to be on the barrier so I have something to lean on. That's lean really on. what I want. <laughs> So you guys, you guys met um, you, like uh, Dan Campbell and and JT. Um, JT actually hosted the emo night that we played down in Orlando too. Did you get did you get a chance to like kind of like talk to him, kind of like rub elbows a little bit? No, we didn't. We didn't really talk to him any. They they stood behind their little their little DJ turntable. They stood behind their iPhone where they clicked the song that was next. Uh, <laughs> and we we were kind of just uh you know jumping around on stage hyping the crowd you know singing with them and I stuff i did yeah. get to get a picture with jt though because oh, right. i was yeah. a big hawthorne heights just uh fanboy back nice. in the day we so, did though um we did get to play a show with waster and a band called pavements yeah that and, nice. and so pavements tyler had tyler posey who is the teen wolf you know yeah. from, from mtv, MTV. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we we got to hang out with Tyler Posey for a night, an yeah. evening, and uh, we you know we smoked with him and chilled with him and talked nice. with him, and that was that was a fun time. Yeah. Hell yeah, love that. That's sweet. So before we dive into a little more come clean talk and a little more hockey talk, I do want to let our listeners know about our sponsor, DraftKings. So hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for a season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. So throw down some money on that big Islanders-Hurricanes matchup on October 28th. And if that's not enough excitement for you, you can turn your small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So I, I I know the Hurricanes are off to a pretty hot start right now. How are you feeling about the Canes this season? Looking good. Uh, been been watching the games. Uh, me and my girlfriend watch them uh, every time they're on. We uh, we were using her her parents' login info, you know, but <laughs> they they switched providers. So luckily luckily Valley Sports at least lets me pay them twenty dollars a month to just watch the Hurricanes. I'm glad nice. that was an option. So I've been watching all the games. Uh, they they've been doing really well. Uh, I I was gonna be really upset if we lost to Vancouver last night. They haven't won a game yet, and their fans are really upset about that. And I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want my team to be the one to give them that that win. Uh, <laughs> didn't want to be the one to lose to them. 
So uh, we pushed through that. We got we got the dub, you know. Uh, but uh, the ice looked like shit last night. I I felt like everyone was like over skating the puck and everything. Um, but t teams look good. Rosters looked good. Uh, we made some big moves in the off season, you know. We got Pacioretty, who has that Achilles messed up injury thing going on. So maybe when we get him back, it'll be uh, even better. Some now, goals. Have you guys lost yet? Yeah, yeah uh, we lost did. to uh, shit. It was an overtime, I even. think. Yeah, we, we okay. lost uh, in an overtime to the Flames, and we lost the game before that. You know, we lost again. Don't know on that one. <laughs> yeah, on the but, spot. Don't know who we lost to. <laughs> but you guys have had like a pretty long road trip because of the the yeah, state we fairgrounds, right? Yeah, the the every, every year. Sharks lost to the sharks. Lost to the sharks. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, the the fair's been in town every year. When the fair comes in town, we go on a long road trip. So they've been out west, uh, playing through California, Seattle, and up in Canada. No, well, not every year. Oh, no, we didn't lose the Sharks. We lost the Oilers. That's who we Okay, lost that's a lot better than losing to the Sharks. Yeah, yeah the Sharks. I, think, <laughs> I, I was thinking the Sharks. They're sitting at the bottom, man. <laughs> we couldn't have lost the Sharks. Yeah, they're um, brutal. Can, can we talk about that that Calgary loss, though? Because I think my, my favorite moment from that, that whole series was just seeing Lucic just push Slavin, like, back onto the bench. Like, you're not getting on the fucking ice. He just literally just, like, pushed my man back onto the bench like a child i was like oof and then they beat you i was like that is that is a domination play i i didn't get to watch the last period because i fell asleep because all these games keep getting later and later yep <laughs> last night's game was at 10 30 thank god i didn't have work today so i watched uh i watched all of that <laughs> those games are brutal i i truly like i can't stay up for them i maybe watched the first period and then yeah. I'm out by like start, once they get to intermission. I'm out. Yeah, I need I sure. need to go to bed by midnight. <laughs> Way earlier than that for me, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so, used to be uh, up all night. I used to work really late. I used to, uh, me and him used to like DoorDash and stuff till like three or four in the morning. Touche. So, I, are you getting uh, pretty excited for the outdoor game at NC State? Yeah, I. Uh, really excited to see it even if it's just on tv i thought about buying tickets maybe i will eventually uh we'll we'll see they didn't look they're they're cheaper than blink 182 tickets so that <laughs> yeah. it, that in itself like makes me feel like i can afford it so uh i might i might go i saw the leak of the jersey that they have for it looks looks pretty solid looks all right i don't even know if i saw that is, is it uh, any like reference to the connecticut the Hartford no, no, Whalers, it's, um, no? leak. Oh God, where's the camera? <laughs> leak. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, okay. mainly black with like <laughs> some red upper sleeves and a red stripe. We went with a black theme. Okay. You guys have had some, you know, decent jerseys over the years. I, I think I like yeah. just like the, the hurricane like storm flag one. Everyone loves the yeah. one with the uh, with the checker flag around the bottom that they just brought back. That was like our original one. I, yeah. I always like the one, you know, the, the the flag, the alternate. But now I think it's like I think it's their home jersey now. I think they said they were going black this season. Um, 
but they just got those new. They just redid the red jerseys, so I think so. I think they started playing the season in those. I don't know. I'm confused. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the the warning flag that's always been around the bottom has always been a really cool feature. And when they took that away for a few years to make those really simplified, like red with white stripe jerseys and white with black and red stripe jerseys, those jerseys were really boring. <laughs> and you know. As a New York Islander fan, I'm kind of like raised to hate the New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. But since I live in Charlotte, I'm not going to lie. I think Hurricanes fans piss me off more than Ranger <laughs> fans at this point, <laughs> which is just so like 10 years ago before I moved here. If I would have said that, people would have been like, what, what are you talking about? But I was in the building when the Islanders got swept. Mm-hmm. a couple of yeah. years ago in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the most brutal experience <laughs> as a sports fan. <laughs> like, truthfully, I, I never experienced anything like that. Going to Islander Ranger games where there's like 15 fights in the stands. <laughs> but like getting, getting just destroyed on the ice and then people just giving it to me in the stands. <laughs> it was so brutal. And... I'll never forget that. So I, I think Hurricane fans have kind of taken taken the cake from the from the Ranger fans as kind of a, a little bad blood with me. You got to give it to them though. <laughs> you got to give it to the Canes in general because I think they were the first sports franchise to win a major title in North Carolina. North Carolina period. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they 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 got a lot they got a lot to back up on. Even though they they almost got sold in like what 2017. But you got you got to give it to them. Like they at least they're the only team in North Carolina to to have that major title or the first one at least. They've yeah. earned the right to be a bunch of jerks. It's yeah. Way, yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Tampa. Like we're allowed to be jerks. Yeah. <laughs> but these last couple of years that you guys have been super successful, I truly think has saved your franchise. Like, yeah, people mm-hmm. are talking about the Hurricanes. There, even here in Charlotte, there's like because. I do these Islander meetup groups. There's even now hurricane meetup groups in Charlotte, which I just saw like happening. And a couple of years ago that didn't exist. So I, I I do think people are buying into, to the hurricanes definitely in the last, you know, five years. Yeah. I mean, when you were talking about them getting like maybe sold in 2017, I mean like they they did get sold. They got sold to Tom Dundon who came in and his who like, fixed like, like all this shit and like Don Waddell mm-hmm. like taking over his GM like those dudes were probably who turned around like a ton of this and then you know naming Rod as coach like someone that like everyone yeah. believed in um that they they just they've been making a lot of good decisions uh and it's been paying off yeah I, I would be devastated if they ever left because that's my chance yeah. two times a year to see the Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I just want Atlanta to get its team back so I can at least see them four times a year. Yeah, I I, I think I saw some rumor about maybe. for. There's always the a rumor that the Thrashers are coming always, back. There's always a rumor, bro. Our, our bassist is from Atlanta, so he'd love to see that. I would love this. I just love the Thrashers logo. Like yeah, That was, was such cool. a cool logo. Yeah, it was definitely a cool logo. They had some cool jerseys. Yeah, I... It would definitely make sense, especially since they're top 10 sports markets in the country right now, like with viewership. So mm-hmm. they could definitely 
sustain a team if they were given a little bit longer shot like they just didn't didn't get their fair shot at building the fan base before they were taken away shipped off it sucks so i i I do want to kind of just uh save these last few minutes to plug away what you guys have cooking We, we already talked about the new music but any shows or any uh videos or anything like that that you want to plug away before we let you guys go i mean like i said you guys uh are our next show currently so (laughs) currently uh we we got nothing on the shows we're going to be working more on uh trying to put out our music i suppose uh coming up here um not to say that we're not going to play any shows but uh we have more time right now uh with some free time coming up where we can focus on getting the music ready to go out and uh, working on the next music after that. Um, like to, uh, we'd like to get a video together for, um, you know, releasing the album at the start of next year. So, uh, we, we shot a video. We have, uh, like most of the video together. We just need to finish it really. (laughs) Um, yeah, we got, we got videos out right now for art class and so foolish, um, that, uh, we shot ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. We shot one in his apartment uh, and the other one in his <laughs> garage. The star. I'm the <laughs> so, star of all of them. Yeah, he th- he likes to think yeah, he's the star of all of them. The house that the house that Junior goes into and so foolish is my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I love the DIY. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, come clean, come clean and see. It's our link on everything. Um, you can uh, check us out on Instagram. Uh, there's a link tree uh, on that, and that'll take you to everything that you need to cool. uh, check us out. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, we're on all these places, so give us a listen. Hell yeah. Now, JR, since you are the, the merch guy, are you ever going to let these guys do uh, a Hurricanes mashup or a Preds mashup design? We should. We did a North Carolina flag. Yeah, we've done we've done a North Carolina flag one before. Uh, we come clean disc team. Yeah, yeah. We 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 do the uh, the rip off shirts a lot. We have uh, an Innova disc golf. Uh, we play disc golf a lot, so we we did an Innova disc golf that uh, says "Come Clean Disc Team." Um, and then uh, recently we we've done uh, the Atticus. We we ripped off the Atticus shirt with the big like dead bird on it. And it says "Come Clean" under it. I think we need to rip off the old Winston-Salem Thunderbirds jersey. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Do it that up, was, man. That just... was my one hockey game, by the way, was Thunderbirds. <laughs> yeah, we took him to his <laughs> to first hockey game. Back out there. Which, uh, there I, I will say, sick team. Very, very sick team. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Just, nice just don't rip cool. off the... Orlando Solar Bears, because you will get a cease and desist. <laughs> oh, 100. I, I got a nice cease and desist from the ECHL. Definitely framing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and now I don't support the Solar Bears anymore. So they, yeah, wow. fuck them. What'd you do? They can stick it. Yeah, we had a, we had a shirt design for five years. And yeah. it was... It was just a circle design. I'm like, I was trying to see if I could find like something with a logo on it, but I don't think I have it. Circle design with a polar bear that has different sunglasses, different shape ahead, and they came after us five years later. We were selling this shirt for five years. 
and it sucks because we were had they had hockey jerseys for like our pre-sale for the album yeah and the label was like yeah we got to pull these down um so we were just like damn it so now i have a framed echl uh cease and desist from the the solar bears and they can go shove it even though they're the bolts (laughs) expansion team have you tried making a man by telling them that their move was very not punk rock. <laughs> no, no, because we we actually did more marketing for them than their marketing team. Because people yeah. would be like, "Oh, what logo is this? Oh, this is the Orlando Solar Bears. This is our local hockey team. We have a hockey team. Yes, they're Bogo tickets. Just go buy them." <laughs> yeah, I just I don't put the shirts that I rip off online. I just sell them locally, and then who's going to do anything about that? Yeah, yeah. smart. Yeah. I think we we were even selling them online. They didn't even care. They I think someone someone tagged like the ECHL in like one of our posts. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh god, are you serious? You. So now we just sell everything under the table. We still yeah. have those. We have like two jerseys left. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw them away. Are allegedly. You printed that? Allegedly. Alleg- <laughs> I allegedly have two jerseys left. Yeah. Cash only. Listen to this, dude. <laughs> Yeah. I'm de- I'm definitely tagging the ECHL in this ghost. <laughs> Getting you in trouble, bro. I, I've made them enough money. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Well, yeah, dude. I I would definitely love some come clean hockey merch for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what show you're talking about, but it sounds like a sick show. I can't wait to see you guys at that maybe show that you talked about. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Maybe you're maybe not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Bar Down Breakfast Two is happening. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's gonna be in Charlotte next year. We, we'll we'll let you know the dates. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Touche. Well, dudes, thank you so much for hanging out. Um, yeah, just super, you know, excited to see what you guys have cooking. See those new singles that the that you referenced, and uh, you know, just keep grinding because. You know, North Carolina is a, a sick scene right now. I think it needs to get on the radar a little bit. And, uh, you know, definitely next time you guys come to Charlotte, I uh, will be out and supporting for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you guys for having us for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Anytime, guys. Yep. yep. Well, I'll let you guys go. Go Islanders. I'll see. <laughs> Hockey. 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 You guys have a a good night. Smashville, baby. All right. Peace. Later.